0: Alright, what's up you guys, and welcome to the first episode of Wrestling With My Thoughts. Now, this is all coming straight off the top of my head. So, the structure is not very set, so to speak. First thing I want to talk about, AEW. Now, I like that they've got uh, Cody. They've got the Young Bucks. Cody is very much like his father. He knows what he's doing when he's booking. But they've also got the backing of the Khan family, which they can get pretty much anybody they want. Um the ingenious minds of the young Bucks. The help of Chris Jericho, the veteran. So, who are they going to go after? Are they going to learn from uh, Impact, TNA? Or are they going to take that route where they try to sign pretty much any WWE person that they can just so that they can have that name recognition. Even if it's for just a show or two. I mean, and obviously fans are invested in this. I think it was... It was between 4 and 25 minutes. I was told 4 minutes the other day. Uh, but I read 25 that Double or Nothing had sold out. <laughs> so, I mean... They've obviously got that fan base already. Now I could see them trying to scoop up AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, Gallows, and Anderson for obvious reasons. I mean, they're all they're they're all friends. It's it only makes sense to have the club back together. But there's one other subject on AEW that I'm wondering about. I don't think many people have thought about this, especially those that don't really listen to the music. There is one group who has made at least one appearance in every major wrestling company in the U.S. That's the Insane Clown Posse. Whether, it it doesn't matter what you think about them. It's a fact. They made an appearance in ECW, WWE, back, well... WWF back in the Attitude Era, WCW, they, they did commentary for WCW during the Attitude Era. I mean, come on. They did a uh, match on ROH, which was, it, it went against everything that ROH stood for. Therefore, they cut it from DVDs and all that. So, it's kind of overlooked. But it still happened. They appeared in TNA. They've. Every major promotion in the US. They may have appeared in New Japan as well. I'm not entirely sure about that. I haven't looked that deep into it. Will they make at least a one off appearance in AEW? I mean, it would make sense if they wanted to keep that alive. That's just something that's been on my mind. Uh, Seth Rollins winning the Royal Rumble. It's awesome. I love Seth. Could have been so much better. And here's how. They... Had Finn versus Brock, which everybody quote-unquote knew that Brock was going to win. They should have had Finn win that match. Go full demon mode on Brock and beat him. Turn around. Have Seth win the Rumble. Rumble. Kicks off Seth versus Finn, Volume Two. But then you run into the aspect of you've got face versus face, and that's something that I really hate. Heel versus heel, you can make work. Face versus face, not as easy, but it can still work. When I'm trying to think of where I want to go with this. Essentially, the way I would have done it, you know, had Royal Rumble play out the next night on Raw, have Finn Balor come out and do his little thank you speech note. completely omit the fans. Turn around and say, "Most of all, I want to thank the Baller Club." That's when the fans pop. And he looks around and say, "No, not you. I mean the real Baller Club." Out comes AJ Styles, Gallows and Anderson, and there they stand, the Baller Club. And we get a lot of chicken shit heel tactics from Finn. Where the Balor Club starts uh, assisting him in his wins. All that. Very reminiscent of um, Seth Rollins when he first held the uh, title. and it could be a beautiful fucking build. Sorry. Yeah. You know. Beautiful build. But instead, we got WWE being WWE and nobody can beat Brock Lesnar. I understand they want who beat they want the person to beat Brock to look very, uh, special. Feel very... powerful when it happens. So I get that. But... At <coughs> mm. Sorry. But at the same time, you've also got... Tons and tons of other people, talented, younger athletes, up and coming, that are not getting their due, they're not getting their shot. Because WWE wants Brock not only to be the one to elevate someone to new heights but there there's also thought process between you know some friends of mine and it might also be in the dirt sheets I don't really look into those too much I do but I don't Where. WWE wants Brock to be the first uh WWE yeah uh, WWE champion to, to also hold a UFC championship. So they're pretty much waiting on him to um go in do the whole UFC thing again. Speaking of UFC, (laughs) Ronda Rousey, she's a very, very uh, polarizing polarizing figure, Uh, people either love her or they hate her, there's a lot more hate going around than love. I personally love Rhonda, and I know a lot of people don't like her because she said some, that they want to claim she's a transphobe or whatever, you know, and if you don't know the story on that, look that up, because that's just freaking ridiculous. We had to build for Rhonda versus Becky at Mania, and there was so many rumors that sh- that uh, Charlotte was going to get added in, and yeah. <laughs> well, it's come to head. Charlotte was added in now. Charlotte is a good performer I have nothing against Charlotte but at the same time I also have this feeling that Charlotte is the new or is the female uh, Roman Reigns no disrespect to Roman at all I always stood behind him I actually enjoy his work I'm one of the few, but she's being shoved down our throats. That's what I didn't like about Roman. He was being shoved down our throats. Last year at WrestleMania, <coughs> it's Becky Lynch or not Becky Lynch? Sorry, uh, Charlotte versus Oscar. Charlotte defending her SmackDown Women's title. And Charlotte wins. This year at WrestleMania. Becky does not get the same respect. She gets thrown into a triple threat match. Becky Lynch... Has been built over the past couple months as one of the top female competitors in WWE. But she doesn't get the respect to have a singles match at the biggest show of the year. That's what really bothers me. Will Charlotte add something more to the match? Yes. Because if Becky pins Charlotte, it's it's well thought that Rhonda's going away for a while after Mania. If Charlotte pins Becky, or I mean, if Becky pins Charlotte, then... Rhonda's streak is technically still intact. She just loses her title. So I can see where they would bring that in. Uh, the triple threat aspect into it. But it doesn't have the same appeal as if Becky wins. Not only is Rhonda's streak ended, but she also loses that title. And Becky can officially call herself the baddest bitch in WWE. Or the baddest woman in WWE. Because, you know, family friendly and whatnot. As far as the men's titles go, or the, the SmackDown title goes have no idea how they're going to play that one. If they're going to do another AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan match, or what... Or if they're actually going to throw somebody in who... I'm not saying that AJ doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying Daniel Bryan doesn't deserve it. But, so far... The title scene has been crowded with A.J. and Daniel Bryan, with the exception of this this Sunday's pay-per-view, the Elimination Chamber. And you've even got A.J. Styles in that. So I'm wondering if it's going to be another A.J. Styles versus Daniel Bryan, or what. But I want to see something different. Don't know who I would actually I would like to see uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan because I think those two could put on one hell of a show if they were put together and if they were told just go out there and do whatever the hell you want this is the finish this is who walks away with the title Make it entertaining. I could see that match being one of the, or being a show stealer. Um, as far as Raw and SmackDown this week goes, I feel like they did a lot of filler and didn't do a proper go home for Elimination Chamber. That's just my thoughts on it. Uh, TNA Impact. Don't even know how they're still running. I have no clue who's still there, who's not there. Nothing. So I have no thoughts on that. It was nice seeing Jeff Jarrett back in WWE the last couple weeks we saw him. But that's going to conclude this episode. This was kind of on a whim, just off the cuff. Hopefully the next uh, episode I'll have more of a structure laid out and whatnot. But I will catch you all next time.